Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Why has it got dangly legs? Oh, I feel like it's like a mothership, you know, one of the queens. It's coming back for me. You are a menace. Oh, you know what that is. I don't know if anyone else is having this. Is this a countryside thing? There are hornets everywhere. And most nights I go into my room. Can anybody help me with this? Trotting into bed, there's a bloody massive hornet in there. And hornets are twice the size of a wasp. Meaty big boys is all I'll say. And they seem to, oh, there it is. Can you hear that? I mean, the only plus side of them being so massive is you can hear them coming. Anyway, it's not the Asian hornet, which is, um, according to the Daily Mail, is taking over the planet. It's, um, it's a European hornet. And their sting is big. It's in the window above my desk. They're actually very sweet. Like, they're not that aggressive. So they get a bad rep. I went in a whole Google wormhole about them. And so, Mr. Hornet, I welcome you in peace. You do your thing, I'll do mine. I've just got to record a quick episode of a podcast called Homo Sapiens. Please rate and subscribe. Share with your friends. Oh, I can hear something. No, that's a piece of sellotape attached to my microphone that's crackling that I thought was another hornet on me. You do your thing, Mr. Hornet. I'll do mine. How does that sound? We can live in perfect harmony. What have we got going on today? We've got a really interesting episode. Nadia Whittome. She, uh, until very recently, was the youngest MP in the House of Commons. She um, does incredible things, sticking up for the rights of her constituents. She is one of actually quite a few queer people in Parliament, um, but she's one of my faves. And she is interesting because she is sort of considered one of the bright new hopes of politics who came of age in austerity so have seen all the cuts and felt the effects of the cuts and how that's affected them and are now coming of age and getting into positions of power and saying no more and Bimini was actually talking about her coincidentally when Bimini was on a couple of weeks ago because they're doing something together I should know more so it was an absolute delight to talk to Nadia and talk about her life and talk about being a young queer woman of colour 
in the Houses of Parliament, not a common thing, how she gets heckled by Tory MPs uh, when she tries to speak and bring up things that should be being talked about. I say this to her in the interview, she really reminds me of the AOC, the American politician, uh, who sticks up for the rights of those who are being ridden over roughshod. Nadia has been really outspoken on trans people's rights. She's done some brilliant work in that area. She continues to do more. And Nadia has been a much requested guest by you all because all of the amazing things she's doing to protect the rights of LGBTQ plus people. And the Labour Party conference is also coming up at the beginning of October. So it's just a really interesting time to talk to her about the future of the Labour Party, the future of the next government, what she's lobbying for. And listeners, it is also Bisexual Awareness Week. So what better time to chat to Nadia, who identifies as queer and bisexual. In the meantime, did you listen to our episode with Erdem? Lovely, lovely comments about that. Uh, If you haven't, it's still available on the feed, as they say. Get in touch. Tell us what you thought. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com or on Instagram at homosapiens. It's also Bisexual Awareness Week coming up. So what better time? The fucking hornet's on the move. No, no. It just came right for me. Um, Let's head to the emails. An email from Stephen with a renovation update. If you remember, Stephen Short wrote in before and sent us pictures of his renovation that we shared. Fantastic. Dear CS, it's been ages since you ignored my last message. Stephen, I'm sorry, I did not mean to ignore your message. Listeners, we read every single one. I will say we are unable to get back to them all, but we do read every single one. And sometimes they get filed away for things to be grouped together for other purposes. We really appreciate all of your messages. So sorry, Stephen had to join the tea-making debate from the John Waite episode. Ferrore, I think we're calling it, actually. I'm actually drinking a cup of tea as we speak, and I'm going to share with you that I did John Waite light. So I left it in there for about three minutes, which I think really gets the brew, but then I did take it out, and I did give it a little squeeze, and it came out. And I think it does a nicer cup of tea that also doesn't take up half your afternoon, if you ask me. So, John, if you're listening, what do we think? Have I broken every rule? Who knows? Let's hear what Stephen thinks. We follow the John Cleese method here. Six minutes brewing, squeezing optional, must be PG tips. Hope you and the family are keeping fine and dandy. We are, in fact, Stephen. Thank you very much. Also, since we last messaged, we we have a living room and a dining room. Pick incoming. We also did cellar open weekend to show off our vaults because you've got these amazing vaults, if you remember, listeners. Stephen's got huge vaults under his home. And had 300 people traipsing in and out. Big hugs from your Hastings early adopter. Older fan, Stephen Short. Stephen Short, that's really lovely. Thank you. I want to do a little weekend in Hastings. Uh, I've been been before and I just loved it. And now just you long to go back and need to get that sorted. So when I do come back, knock, knock, I'm coming round. I want to see the house. I want to see that bloody cellar. 300 people. I mean, how big is this cellar? Anyway, I'll put these lovely pictures online. They look great. Congratulations to you. I love a bit of decorating. I'll be trying your method as well, Stephen, by the way. Thank you for getting in touch. Message from Z. No. No, it's got long legs. Oh, my God. Genuinely running away. Uh. This has got to stop. I've had to run out the door. What is going on, mate? 
No, now it's doing a full circuit of the room. <sighs> Z wrote to us about the Riyadh episode, Riyadh Calaf, and talking about planes. Riyadh is a plane expert and an enthusiast and talked us through all those weird noises on planes and what they actually are. So, Z said, This plane talk was actually so helpful. Chris, you asked the question about thrust that's been plaguing me on my journeys. I only just realised this on my own last month, but it was nice to hear it corroborated. I love to love we're using the word corroborated here. And learn a little more about it on the technical side. Ah, oh, well, that's great. You know what? Queer joy we aim to deliver. But if we can also help anyone with um, their questions in and around aviation, that's the beauty of Homo sapiens. We can do that too. We can do more. We can do less. We can do whatever you want. It's your show. You tell moi. Also, Heather's written in. Super cool. I'm writing about a, a festival called Restival. We are the world's only wrestling festival. And we take place at the Pleasance, which is in Edinburgh, uh, at the end of this month. And can you believe it? It's run by Quiz. Heather, I can, because Quiz do all the good stuff. I've attached a press release, press release to give you a flavour of what it is on. It would be great to be able to talk to your audience about it. Specifically, Fist Club, the UK's leading queer wrestling group. Well, everyone, listen here. Restival is a biannual theatre wrestling festival at the Pleasant, 28th to the 30th of September. I'm assuming the Pleasance is the one in Edinburgh. That's what I'm assuming. Google it, is all I'm going to say, because I can't find it. Written on here, I'm sure it is clear. Sorry, Heather. Um, now, from, from queer wrestling to hornets to queer rights, and actually, pret sandwiches. Let's go and have a listen while I have a stern word with this bloody hornet. I'm fascinated by you because I you really remind me of the AOC oh. and because you challenged the AOC. The gay <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm genuinely not coining that for myself. I just saw a pun opportunity. Oh, and I okay. took it. <laughs> um yeah, oh my god, yes. No, I'm we're having it for you. Um Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is who I'm talking about, who what is her official role? She's like the equivalent of an MP in the States, basically. Yeah. Um, but she fights the system and she, she's, you know, if you, if you ever go on a wormhole on the internet about her talking in the Supreme Court, would I be right? If that's where she's talking, where she takes people on and is like, this is what's really going on. Yeah, she um, like chairs the equivalent of what would be a select committee here, hmm. grills people, holds them to account. Yeah, she's amazing. But I... I see that and I go, fantastic. But then I hear stories about you, you know, I think it was on your first day in the House of Commons, you were heckled and stuff by Tories um, and let's say older white men. And I go, how do you affect change when we're talking about patriarchy, you know, like it's everywhere. It's, like it's great to have these ideas, but then how do you go into those places that are so built for them and not for you and get stuff done. It's really tricky, isn't it? And it's something that I've grappled with a lot, like before entering parliament, not that I had 
a great deal of notice because I was elected by my local party members. I think it was the day before the snap election was called. And then there was a very short election campaign. And then it was like, bam, elected wow. on the early hours of Friday morning in Parliament on a Monday. But it's something that, that I think about a lot, this idea of obviously Westminster wasn't built for people like us. It wasn't built to represent the 99%. Mm. One of my former colleagues, Kate Green, used to say that there are more portraits of horses in parliament than there are of women yeah. which and that's just talking about like 50% of the population that are underrepresented never mind like digging deeper into race ethnicity disability mm. sexuality class i basically think you don't go there to kind of assimilate you go there to to change be part of changing the way that things are done so one of the ways that I've tried to do that is by not taking my full salary. So I take home 35,000 after tax and then what's left, I donate to local causes and strike funds in my constituency. Amazing. Organizations that are doing good work, like for example, um, Prostitute Outreach Workers, which is based in Nottingham, founded by sex workers for sex workers to, mm. to keep them safe against uh, a hostile, hostile laws. Mm. Um, but I think kind of more widely, it's about how you use the platform that you have to amplify the voices of people whose voices aren't heard. Mm. So like, I want to, to kind of build a bridge between the amazing campaigns and activism and advocacy that is happening outside parliament and connect that with what's happening inside parliament, um, lawmaking. I've invited young trans people to Parliament so that they can speak directly to MPs and Lords about what their experiences are because so often the debate is is being had without them, mm. um, being had by and being led by very privileged people who don't have any experience of this. Mm. We also invited sex workers into Parliament to speak about the way that laws make them even less safe and what needs to change and that's something that I want to I want to keep doing I think it's important and when you for example took the young trans people into parliament and they met um how would you describe the people they met as in um, they were... MPs mainly but also people from the House of Lords um and the House of Lords is traditionally you know older gentlemen should we say it's not a diverse place right oh no you're yeah, so right yeah, okay. <laughs> How was that? Was it a, was it a good thing? Did it go down well, or do you feel like you made covered ground? I think it went really well. I mean, obviously, you're you're not necessarily going to reach the small number of people who are very hardened and extreme in their views, mm. but there are a far bigger constituency of people who are somewhere in the middle. Not because somewhere in the middle is the place that you should be, mm. but when common sense is like in the right place but the national discourse is so extreme it often leaves people kind of in the middle and not sure what to think but I think the young people really appreciated being able to to speak to MPs and I think MPs really appreciated them giving up their time to tell them about the experiences that they've had like for example the sometimes deadly waits for um, gender affirming healthcare it's up to seven years in some places mm. and just 
imagine how much that that impacts a person waiting for seven years just for mm. basic healthcare. They were able to to speak to them about this is the the impact that words spoken in here have on my life mm. outside. It's not some theoretical debate. The national conversation is resulting in hate crime more than doubling over the last five years. Mm. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. For me, you represent incredible stuff about sticking up for your constituents, but I think also sticking up for queer people. In your constituency of Nottingham East, do you experience any kind of conflict between your constituents feeling that you're focusing too much on what they might consider maybe marginal interests of queer people? No, because lots of my constituents are queer too. Yeah. And people can be multiple things at once. Like I think there's sometimes a narrative within the Asian community and outside the Asian community, that you can't be Asian and queer. Mm. That's a white thing. Um, and that the the interests of those two groups conflict. Of course they don't, because what underpins all of these identities is class mm-hmm. and our class experience, how much money and power people have. And the truth is, like we are everyone, or 99% of people, are marginalised in this country by the current government and by the interests that they represent. So you don't have to be personally experiencing something yourself to show solidarity with that cause, but also to have a vested interest Mm. in other people's liberation. Because like when when we improve the situation for people who are the most vulnerable and the most marginalised, that improves life for everybody mm. like we're, we're only as good as the worst part of society and what are the concerns of your queer constituents right now really worried about conversion therapy mm-hmm. so back in 2017 or no it was 2018 Theresa may pledged a, a ban on conversion therapy that still hasn't happened that was mm. four prime ministers ago In 2018, she pledged reform of the Gender Recognition Act. Again, that still hasn't happened. Um, Instead, it's moved in completely the opposite direction. We're finally getting some movement on conversion therapy. Don't have a timetable for it. 
But even then, leaked reports are saying that that it's likely to contain consent loopholes. And obviously, conversion therapy is abuse. You Mm -hmm. can't consent to your own abuse. Mm -hmm. If there are consent loopholes, then it's not a ban. Um, People are also really worried about the guidance that is being spoken about for schools, Mm -hmm. um, about telling teachers that they have to out trans pupils to their parents. That's obviously a huge safeguarding issue. How are we doing with LGBTQ plus representation in, for example, the House of Commons, people who are from the community? Oh, we're very, very well represented in numbers. So we were, until very recently, the gayest parliament in the world. (gasps) I think it's now New Zealand. And it is LGBT MPs from all parties who are leading the fight against the stigmatisation and attacks on our community. But I suppose it's also a lesson in representation is important, but we need more than just diversity at the top mm-hmm. if if we're going to change things. Like, for example, Liz Truss's cabinet, extremely diverse. Mm-hmm. We've now got an Asian prime minister. I'm British Indian from the same part of India as Rishi Sunak's family. Mm. So are lots of my constituents. But they're the same constituents who are struggling to get by, who are having to to live on food banks, who are in temporary accommodation, who are really suffering because of the actions of this government. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's probably not gonna feel that comforting to a kid whose parent is being deported that it was an Asian home secretary making that decision Mm. i don't think that feels like empowerment no and 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 how do you feel about rishi looking forward to him not being prime minister (laughs) (laughs) i know you said something along the lines of correct me when i get start to get it wrong you know it's it's not any use for asian representation and because of his wealth was it that that you said because of his record yeah, and because of his experience in the world is not representative of the vast majority of society. Mm. And you have to judge people on what they do. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's not representative of society, white, black or Asian. Hello. Uh, that's the end of part one. Uh, my lovely chat with Nadia. Hornet cannot be seen at present. Can marginally still be heard. Not happy about that. Also, I'm getting so many, there must be a nest, and I'm looking for the nest and I can't see it. Anyone can recommend how you find a hornet's nest? Do tell. Um, this is the end of part one. Uh, part two's on the feed. Go get it! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
powered by Spirit Studios.